Okay, Sunday morning. Parshas Bayako Bakuday Topshin Pei Gimel. Erica Nita, Mayor, Women's Learning Division of Adash Shurin this morning. This year is going to be dedicated to Avi Guy Tinok. There's a child who's going through a bris soon. Tinok Ben Avi Goyal Magolis. Should be Zechat Rufu Shleim Asechachal Yisrael. Okay. You're going to be starting this morning with a Pusik in Kisisa. Sorry for asking you, uh, not apologizing, but everybody should have their chumashim out. We're going to be jumping around the chumash here a little. Um, so we're starting this morning with Pasik Lamed Aleph Yudches. Lamed Aleph Yudches. Okay? Lamed Aleph Yudches. <coughs> Sorry, I may be drinking a little of cheer over here today. Um, Lamed Aleph Yudches. Now this Pasik says the following. This is Kisisa. This Pasik is the culmination the culmination of the entire Torah. How's that? You're looking at me like I'm strange. Isn't there like a halfway point in this parsha? Halfway point in this parsha? That's no. That's a maybe parsha Shemini you're referring to, but no, 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 no. There's not a no, no, no. This is the culmination of the Torah. What I mean, the culmination of the Torah. You have a chumash in front of you. We're going to be jumping around, and I said as we sometimes do, go back to Bereshis, Aleph Lamed Aleph. Apologize once again for drinking. What does it say in Al Muhammad Alf? It's a very famous Pasik. You know this Pasik. Vayar Elohim 131. The first person who gets the page number say it out to everybody else. Page 8. Vayar Elohim Eskol Asher Osobine Tov Ma'od. Vayar Vayim Oker Yom Hashishi. Rashi asked the famous question. Why did it say Hashishi with a hey? What is this about this hey? Everybody's waiting for the sixth day of Sivan. Everything was waiting to be concretized. Ato, Vizel Yoma Shishi, Behe, Shoysa Yoim, Vobesimin, Amukhan Le Matanter. Beautiful. Now turn back to our Pasik. We eat and Omoisha and Hashem gave to Moshe Kichaloi, Sola Dabri Toy when he finished talking to him. Arsina, Arsina, Shane, Lucas Aedas, two Lucas Aedas. Lucas Evan, Lucas, which are made out of stones, Ksuvamets, or the Kim, which are written to the finger of God. Unbelievable description. What day was this? <coughs> what day was this? Does anybody know what day it was? Who? Yudzayim Thomas very close. It was Tessayim Thomas. Now, what happened in Kali Yishol? Kali Yishol left Mitzrayim. On Tessvav Nishan. They left Mitzrayim. 49 days later was Matan Torah, which was Vav Sivan. However, 40 days after Vav Sivan was... 39 days, whatever was Tess Zion Thomas. We're waiting for Yud Zion Thomas. Yud Zion Thomas says the Al Shikhan says, <clears throat> that the greatest day of the world, this is mentioned in Rus, that the greatest day in the world history was supposed to be Shabbat Thomas. What happened to Shabbat What was supposed to happen to Shabbat Thomas? 
What happened to? Tell me, tell, somebody tell me. They worship and start golden calf. No, 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 before that. What was supposed to happen in Shemosah Thomas? It's not what did happen. What was supposed to happen in Shemosah Thomas? Moshe will come down with the Torah. Moshe will come down with the Luchas, which was a physical manifestation of something which is completely Ruchnius because the first Luchas were made in Shemayim. With the finger of God, whatever that means. This is supposed to be the greatest manifestation in the history of the world. Of the Luchais, again, the physical manifestation of complete and total Ruchnias was coming down on that day. This day was going to be greater than Vav Sivit, the greatest day in the history of the world. Moshe Rabbeinu would have come down. And they would have accepted the Luchas, they would have gone into Eretz Shro. Moshe Rabbeinu and Mashiach would have come, they would have been a base of English, we never would have been in Chicago. That's what was supposed to happen. That was what supposed what was supposed to happen. Are you with me? An unbelievable occurrence. <laughs> and at this moment, there's one letter missing in this posik. Look at the posik again. There's a letter missing in the posik. Rashi says there's a letter missing in the posik. We on Moshe. He gave to Moshe kichalosoi ledabrito when he finished talking to him. Look at Rashi. Rashi says there's a letter missing. What letter is missing? Avov kichaloso. So Rashi Kikaloso. The word, the letter Vav is missing. If the Vav is missing, what does it spell? Kikaloso, which means what? Like a bride. Who? Like a bride. So the words mean Moshe, Moshe, Moshe received the Luchai. Sometimes you have to jump around in the Pasik. Moshe, Moshe received the Luchas when when Hashem finished talking to him. I wanted to say without a Vob, Zagrashi, Kikalasiksib. Somebody stops you on a plane. Nobody talks anymore on a plane, but if somebody stops you on a plane, say, you're Jewish? Yes. You're religious? Yes. Can you please tell me, how do you relate to God? What is God? How do you relate to God? What do you consider God? My chassan. My I'm asking, what would you say normally? We'll get out this pasuk for a second. What would you say? 92, is that Mrs. Schreiber? Um. You just muted yourself. Is that Mrs. Schreiber? Yeah. Good, beautiful. Thank you very much for joining us, Mr. Schreiber. It's an honor to have you. Now, please have my best to Myron. Now, Lamaisa, Lamaisa, what do we have here? What do we have here, Lamaisa? What do we have here? We have Kekalosoi. Kodesh Barku is our father, Ovinu. Kodesh Barku is our king, no? Yes. What do we say all day in Kippur? Ovinu Akeinu. Ovinu now we also say in Vidoy a, a special paragraph before we do Vidoy, right? Right? And we say all types of relationships that Kodesh Baruch has with us. And here it says in the Torah Kedosh, in the Torah Kedosh, on the day that was supposed to be the most significant day in world history, with the item. That was the most significant item created in world history. Luchas Rishonis. And all of a sudden we're talking about a Chosan Kala. What does a Chosan Kala do with the price of the Yishon? What's Ketan Dom Maisa Chosan Kala? And what? Number two. When the Mishkan was in fact created, and what did we have? We had a, we had a, Oren HaKodesh, an Oren HaKodesh, which was the most significant vessel ever created in the history of the world, which contained the most incredible item 
It was ever made in Shemayim, Luchas Rishonis, besides Luchas Rishonis. And Mitamol, on top of the Kapoires, which was the cover for the Oren, were two what? Angels. One was what? Male and one was female. What was that? The male and the female on top of the, on top of the Oren. What's going on over here? Number two. Number three. So Pasuk Yishir Hashirim. Yoim chasun also yoim simchas liboy. The day of the chasana. What's the day of the chasana? Rashi says in Mishnah and Tainus, day of the chasana is referring to Yom Kippurim. And Kippur is a chasana. Kippur is a chasana. Now, please turn back to Parshas Yisro. Parshas Yisro, the Torah says something here which is incredible. Right before we receive the Torah, in Yud Tes, Yud Tes, Yud Tes, passing Yud Zayin, Vayotze Moshe Esoom. Vayotze Moshe Esoom. Moshe went out. Moshe took out the Jewish people. Vayotze Moshe Esoom. Moshe took out the Jewish people. Incredible. Moshe took out the Jewish people. What did he do with them? He took out the Jewish people. Satan the Pasig, Vayotze Moshe Likras, Hoelokim, to go meet God. Look at Rashi, please. Yud Tes Yud Zion. Says Rashi, the grass will look him. Magid Shashkina Yotzel Likrasam. Yechosan Yotzel Likraskala. Meaning, Likras will look him. They went. Moshe took them to meet God who was meeting them. Yotzel Moshe Likras will look him who came to meet them. Says Rashi, a Gavaldic Adiak, because it says in Devarim, Lamid Gimel, which is in Parshadosa Brocha, Vayomar. Vayomar, you don't have to turn there, but I'll read it to you. In Parshish of the Brooklyn says, Vayomar, Pusik Bays, Vayomar. And, and Moshe Ben said, Hashem mi Sinai bo, Hashem came from Sinai. Says our Rashi in front of us, Mi Sinai, Hashem mi Sinai bo, Hashem came from Sinai bo, never list Sinai bo. It doesn't say he went to Sinai, it says he came from Sinai. What do you mean he came from Sinai? Because he came, this is Kornberg just joined us as well, because he came, he came, from Sinai, me Sinai bo. He didn't say he went to Sinai because he came to meet us. Like a chosen comes to meet a kala. There's a meeting that some people do under the chuppah, where the kala marches down. The chosen's already under the chuppah. When the kala comes to the chuppah, the chosen takes a step towards the kala. Some people have such a meaning. The chosen takes a step towards the kala. Joining us now, H. Friedman as well. The chosen acknowledged. Thank you very much for coming. The chosen, the chosen takes a step towards the kala. Akadosh Baruch Hu's the chosen. He takes a step towards the kala. It's an unbelievable thing here. There's a relationship that a Baruch Hu is our chosen and we are the kawa. Kodesh Baruch Hu is Avinu. Kodesh Baruch Hu is Malkeinu. There's something that we're all familiar with. We're all familiar with it. We're all familiar with it. But before we even go there, let's take a look in Kisisa. One more. Yesterday's Parsha, as we always learn the Parsha, Kisisa. Please look in Kisisa. Rashi can be found at the end of Kisisa. In the Pusik, Lamed Dawid, Pusik Gallop, it's unbelievable. And Adash Yeshurah, this morning we are learning in Dafa Shvua, Dafyud Dalit and Shkolim. And Dafyud Dalit and Shkolim quotes this Pusik, which we learned yesterday, which we are about to learn right now. Hashem said to Moshe, This is now after the Yegel. What does Psalm mean? <coughs> What's that? Carve 
Carve out for yourself, say Luchas Avonukari Shainim. And the Gemara Shkolem talks about who gets the remnants, whatever. It's an unbelievable thing. Moshe Rashi quotes it right here. The first Rashi and the Pasik here, he showed him some incredible stone and carved the Luchas out of this stone, and whatever's left over should be for you. And that's how Moshe Rabbeinu became wealthy. Unbelievable. Psolacha, but then Rashi like this. Psolacha, ato shibarto harishoynois, ato psolacha acheres. You broke the first ones, you make the second ones. Moshul Lamelech. Shalom did say, yeah. You want me to say, yeah? Viniach Arusasri left his wife behind. Imhashifacha is with the maidservants. Vitechilkalashwacha, there was rumors about the maidservants that there was promiscuous behavior. Olashema. So a shame rock came out about his wife. Oh, much is Bina. The Karaksuba, the Shachin got all upset that he ripped up the Ksuba. Oma, Imyara, Imyara, Melech, Lahorgo, Oma, Loya, Dayan, Ena, Ishtacha, Bodaka, Melech, Umatish, Lahoya, Kilkul. The king checked things out and he realized that the promiscuity was only with the maidservants, but not with his wife. He wanted to stay married to her. He told the Shachin right up another Ksuba because you ripped it up. You go buy the paper, and I'll write it. Look at this Rashi. The Melech is a Kodesh Baruch. Ashwacha is his Erevab. Ushushbin is Moshe. Arusasa, his bride, Shalom Kodesh Baruch, Uel Yisrael. Uel Yisrael. God is the Chosen. Kal Yisrael is the Kawa. Moshe is the Shadchan. What am I now? Can I get into that now? And the Torah Kedoshah is the Ksuba. We're not going to get into that either. But let's just stick with this. Kodesh Baruch Hu is the Chosen. And Klau Yeshua is the Kalo. It's not Shaykh. Now we happen to say, and sometimes it gets a little lost in the message, because the message is such an important message, and it's a frightening message, and it's a serious message. Elul stands for Anila Doidi Vidoidi Lehi. They're conscious of all the images of Elul, which it should. But we don't we forget in the translation. What's a translation? Mrs. Schreiber, I'm picking on you today. What's a translation of the words Anila Doidi Vidoidi Lehi? I am to my beloved, and my beloved is to me. What does the word beloved mean? I know it's very fancy English. I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me. Everybody knows that translation. What does it mean? What's beloved mean? Is it, is it your father? I am to be, my beloved, and my beloved is, is it your father? Is that the way you talk about your father? No, it's a different relation. Is it your, is it your king? No, it's more of an intimate relationship. Oh, says Mrs. Schreiber, it's not your father, it's your, more of an intimate relationship. Is it your brother? No. Oh, so what is it? No. What does beloved mean? Your spouse. Your spouse? Now, what happens Friday night? Most of you ne- never come to Shul on Friday night. Maybe some of you were in Shul sometimes on Friday night. We sing this pismon, which you all know about, which is written in, in, the, in, the, in the 1500s, and it was accepted by all the Klagi Shul. It's an unbelievable thing. And I say it all the time. It's my, one of my favorite times, if not my favorite time of davening the entire week, even though it's really not a chiv, it's not a shmonesri, it's not down in Shulchan Aruch, even it's post-Shulchan Aruch. L'cha do di. What do those words mean? To you, for you. Like no, no. The chaf or the chaf. Come. Come. Let's. It really means let's go. Let's go. Okay, what is that? 
I told you this I think once before, you know, saying those words, my beloved, is unbelievable words. It's not Shaykh. Not Shaykh. We talked to him tomorrow who come. Now where are we going? Khadodi. The grass kala. Who's the kala? The kala here is Shabbos. Now, about the kala shows the kala of the Baruchos, you just showed in three Rashi's. And a posseg in Shirashirim, and a posseg in the Torah. There's also another kala called Shabbos, but that's not my point. My point is, let my beloved, let's go together. We talk to God like that. It's an unbelievable concept. Unbelievable concept. It's an unbelievable concept. It's not Shaykh. It's not Shaykh a concept. What does it mean? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable concept. It's an unbelievable concept. I'll make sure it doesn't ring again. It's an unbelievable concept, It's unbelievable. That's why I like when the Chazan sings, so sometimes some Nagunim you repeat L'chadoidi twice. Every time you say L'chadoidi, it's not a word. L'chadoidi. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. We got a call. Not Shaykh. It's really, it's not Shaykh. Yesterday afternoon, I gave a special shear. <clears throat> understanding that some of you couldn't come and this and that, but I decided I didn't want to wait. I give a share only for women. So I'd like to repeat part of it now. Um, it's really an unbelievable thing. It's really an unbelievable thing. Achashverosh sent out a letter. A strange letter. Sent out a strange letter. What did he say in this strange letter? He said that um, he actually said two things in the letter. One thing in the letter is he said, And Rashi quotes, He forced his wife, it's a very big word in Allah, to force somebody is a very big thing. He forced the wife to learn his Lashin. She speaks Chinese, he speaks French. She has to learn how to speak French. That was a letter. Another thing it says in the letter. All women should give cherishment, yakor, levalehem, to their husbands. That was what he sent out in the letter. Women should speak the language of the husband. Women should give yakor, levalehem. Yakor, levalehem. It's absolute pella. Amish and absolute pella. What's a pella? In the Ksuba, that we have, which I think was the way of the world until this letter went out. It says, Va'ano. It says, Chosin says, Hareyat you're going to be my wife. Va'ano and I, Eflach, V'oikir, 
I will work for you, cherish you, support you, feed you. The chiyav of oikir, of cherishing, is from the husband to the wife, not from the wife to the husband. So what was he doing? So the husband said, he's saying it should be from the wife to the husband, not from the husband to the wife. And you're aware of this. Did I tell you this already? The first word that Kodesh Baruch said to Kali Yisrael, I told you this? Anochi. Anochi. the first word. When did we say this? Last week we spoke about this? Do you ever hear it? You, you know what I'm talking about? No. You don't know? So you weren't there? Okay. So I don't know about the people on, on the tape. You can, people on Zoom, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I've been saying a lot of different things. I came back from here to show. This happened to me on the plane. I was going crazy preparing on the plane. My Chavrusa Rabbi Pickle showed me a medrash. A few weeks ago, he was learning Medrash, show me a Medrash. Now understand, in the history of, of world history, there's no religion in the history of the world, not one, that makes a claim that their God, quote-unquote, spoke to more than 10 people. Nobody makes a claim that their God spoke to 3 million people. Rabban says, this is Klal Yisrael. Kodesh Baruch spoke to us, revelation in our Sinai. Nobody else makes a claim. Three million men, women, and children. No one makes such a claim. The whole thing was unbelievable. Revelation. And what was the first word? Anoichi. Says the Medrash, Anoichi, it's unbelievable, is Lashen Mitzri. Anoichi is Egyptian. Because in Hebrew, the word is Ani. Aleph Nunches is Egyptian. And I said this over in Eretz Yisrael at the meeting of the uh, alumni of Adash Yeshurin, and somebody told me that Aleph Nun Chof, which is what the Medrash says, Anch, is an Egyptian thing. And I know that Lamaisen is a Medrash that said, That could be, it's a steer in the Medrash. I don't know how to answer it, but one thing is for sure. Kadesh who spoke to them, Beloshin Mitzri. Zakti eats Yosef. What's the pshat? Because Baruch Hu was the husband, and he accommodated his wife. He accommodated his wife. His wife spoke Lashin Mitzri. He spoke Lashin Mitzri to his wife. The first word uttered, whatever it means, uttered by Kodesh Baruch Hu, the Klagishon, the Seretz Adimus, that moment of revelation, which is the most important moment in world history, unbelievable. The world understood. The world understood. As we said before, we needed Hashi, Shi, we were waiting for, waiting for this. The Klagishon said, that's the Medishma Kodesh Baruch Hu, therefore spoke to us, Anoichi. Because a man has to accommodate his wife. Number one. Number two. I don't know. I don't know. I have a very strong suspicion that this is the correct shot. I haven't found anybody say it explicitly yet. The text that we use in the Ksuba, which is in Aramis, I don't know when the text was written exactly. I have a very serious suspicion that it was written in the beginning of the second base of Mikdash because it was written already before Hill. It's very difficult to conceptualize that it was written during the first base of Mikdash because the first base of Mikdash, they spoke Lashon HaKadosh, they didn't speak Arabis. In the second base of Mikdash, they spoke Arabis. So I'm wondering if the reaction to Achashverosh's letter was that they concretized the Lashon of the Ksuba, which it says, 
that I, I, the man, has to cherish my wife. And included in cherishing one's wife is speak her language, not she speaks your language. Accommodate her. Accommodate her. And therefore, perhaps, in the expression of the Lushen, in the expression of the Lushen, of the, of the day that the potential to be the greatest day in world history is Kala. Kala. The relationship between the Kodesh Baruch and Klai Yishol is like a chosen to a Kala. A chosen to a Kala. It's incredible that it's expressed this way. A Kodesh Baruch is Avinu. A Kodesh Baruch is Balkeinu. A Kodesh Baruch is our chosen. And we are his Kala. And in that relationship, he says, I accommodate you. Because in the relationship between a chosen and a kala, it's the husband who has the obligation of okir. It's the husband who has the obligation to speak her language. Obligation. That's what it says in the Medrash. That's what God And it's the husband who has the obligation to support his wife. He has to, he has to bring home the support for his wife. We're learning this in, 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 in the Kailal here, in the Choshen Mishpah Kailal, second Seder, for the last year in first Seder, in second Seder, we're learning the obligations that a man has to his wife in Tatshayach, and the manifestation of the obligation is in Mezaynas. He's obligated to feed her. Kailal is a present. It's basic, mysterious nefesh from women. It's not the norm. The norm is the husband's obligated to take care of his wife. Achashverosh had a problem. Because the first Pusik in the Megillah says, I do not know, as we've spoken about many times, that the censor who worked on watching Mordechai and Esther write the Megillah was no one less than Achashverosh, and maybe the word Hamolech, he read it as Hamelech, but he may Hamelech, who was the Melech, but Hamolech is the way the word's written for us. And the Hamelech says Chazal means, that, and I don't know this either, but I'm pretty sure that you could say this, the first person to ascend to the throne of any country who is not a blue blood was Achashosh. His ascension to the throne was only because of his wife. And the Menos Halevi, the person, not coincidentally, who wrote Lechadoidi, has a peerish on the Megillah called Menos Halevi, in which he discusses the Shak Levitaria, the conversation back and forth between Achashverosh and Vashti when he wanted her to come to the party. And one of the questions coming to the party was, should she wear the crown when she came to the party? And the question was because he didn't want her to wear the crown when she came to the party, because he didn't want her to show up at the party in any way that would dignify her as the queen. Because her being the queen would take away from his being the king, because he's only the king, because she was the queen. We had a whole big tumult in my house during Purim. Is there a, is there a concept of a queen, is the wife of the king called Malka? I don't know. Even though in the Megillah, Esther is called Esther Amalka. And the truth of the matter is, we dress up Esther as Esther Amalka. All our daughters as Esther Amalka. That's because she was the queen of Achashverosh. She wasn't a Jewish queen. She was Jewish. And she was a queen. But, interesting to note about this concept called Malka. He was scared that this concept of Malka that Vashti had was demeaning to his position. And it was. That's why he's called Hamaylech. And that's what he was concerned about. 
he was knocking her out. And that's why he sent out a letter afterwards. Oh, you should all know that I'm the king. And every man should know that he's the king. And both say he's the queen. Garnished. That's what he's saying. Fuck She has to speak his language. She has to be like him. It was a tremendous fight going on over here about this concept. A tremendous fight. And that was the fight between Ahasuerus and Vashti. Which, according to Rashi, in most places, most Mephorshim, obviously led to her death. Led to her death. I'd like to take this a step further. Achashverish was very knowledgeable. And the biggest riot to this is, is there's a Gemara and a whole Omer Gemara, where Achashverish is trying to figure out the 70 years. He's quoting Psukim from Yirmiya back and forth. I've said this many times. And most 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 Orthodox Jews, even most B'nai Torah, would not be able to follow Achashverish's understanding of all the Psukim. He was wrong. The 70 years were not up when he thought the 70 years were up. But that's what he, that's what he, Achashverish had, I would like to say, had other knowledge as well. You know what that knowledge was? Achashverish said, there is no way in the world, there is no way in the world that God's relationship to the Jewish people is as a chosen. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. A chosen who has a chryas to his kala? No, I don't buy it. The kala has all the chryas to the chosen. The chosen has a chryas to the kala, he wouldn't buy. He didn't believe. Because he had his own problems, because the only way he got to the throne room was because of his kala. And he had to destroy that whole concept. He had a hapachu, pardon the pun. That's what was starting here in the beginning of this Megillah, among many other things. Hamoylech, come to the party, I'm not showing up, show up this way, show up that way, wear this, wear that. No, 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 I'm not showing up. At the end of the day, she got killed. He sends out a letter, Oikir from wife to husband, language from wife to husband. calculation is not true. That's what I'm saying, maybe the whole text of the Ksuba was written as a result of this. That's the reaction. And that was tied into Parshas Kisisa. Kisisa always comes, almost always, comes after Purim because it wants to describe to us that a few weeks ago was Yisroi, Matan A few weeks after that is Kisisa, Yisroi Sadibris. The physical Yisroi Sadibris. All of that is about husband and wife. All of that is about this relationship that Kodesh has, Chasam Dekawa. Dear, I say, I wouldn't say it, but I think the Miller says that once a day she tried to say it, once a day I try to do it, I try to do it, I try to do it, once a day she said it, I love you. You don't talk that way to a Malkainu, maybe not even to a Vinu, but to a spouse, I love you. And that's why you can say to Kodesh Baruch I don't understand why you're doing this. I don't understand what this is all about. Not in an arrogant way which would demean the Avinu and Malkenu part. The words you're not allowed to say needs to be a Kodesh Baruch Hu, M-I-S-T-A-K-E or W-R-O-N-G. You can't talk that way about a Kodesh Baruch Hu. You can say, it's hard. I don't understand it. I wish it would change. Could you help me get through this? Why are you doing this? But those two words have no place, no place in the lexicon of a conversation between a person and a Kodesh Baruch. But love, 
love. And that's why, again, it's no Kleinikite that the Orin and the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, as mentioned in Kinnis many times, he mentioned this recently, it's called Cheder Amito, it's the room of the beds. It's intimacy between husband and wife. This Kruvim inside on top of the Orin, a boy and a girl. It's an incredible concept. And he accommodates us. It's unbelievable off the charts. And you know who couldn't believe it? They just said, couldn't believe it. It makes no sense to a person like that. If you don't learn the title with Chazal, that there's such a concept like this. It's completely and totally impossible to comprehend. And that which keeps us going and has kept us going through the Doris is that Kodesh Baruch Hu is Alvinu and Kodesh Baruch Hu is Malkinu Kodesh Baruch Hu is also Achasen. And that's why you go through Kinnis. There's no get. No get. There's no get. But there was separation. There was separation. There was the destruction of the base of Mikdash and Kodesh Baruch Hu's home where we could live together was destroyed. The Oren was buried in the catacombs underneath the base of Migdash. It's still there. There still is a feeling, as the Rambam says, that the Shekhinah is still there. That's why there's such Kedusha. There's no Kedusha in Shiloh. Shiloh, where the Mishkan stood for 369 years, there's no Kedusha. You can walk there. You don't even know where the spot is, but if those people claim to know where the spot is, there's no Issa. You can walk there in Shiloh. In the base of Migdash, you can't go up top. But the, whatever the people do who go up top, they definitely don't go up top. To, you can't go up top. Finished. It's an incredible concept. Incredible concept. Incredible concept. That's what we have to do. Incredible concept. So I think that that's what this Pesach is telling us. In Parshish Kisisa. And that's why I think that um, Mishinichas Adur Mam B'Simcha Rashi says means Adur and Nisan because this relationship of Simcha is not only during Adur it's also during Nisan this whole relationship that we have and one more thing besides the relationship that we have between Adur and Nisan it also says in the Gemara that smichas gula l'gula, there's the gula of Adar and the gula of Nisan. Those are the two months of gula in our history, and they're right next to each other. And bang, in between that, is Parshas Kisisa about the fact that we're chasen kala. I'm not focusing b'chlal on the ego right now. And even after the ego, Yom Chasun also, as we said, Rashi says in the Mishnah Tainis, the day of our chasen was Yom Kippur. It's an unbelievable thing. Unbelievable thing. Unbelievable thing. Putting it all together is an unbelievable thing. <laughs> and it's very possible to add on what we said yesterday morning that Parshas Pura, Parshas Pura is the parsha in which the Mishabura says in Simon Tov Kuf, Tov Rage, Pei Hei, 
Mr. Burris says, we mentioned yesterday, Rabatis Yehuz Diyuk, that yesterday's parsha was to David and Mispalol, but we should be Zaycha to get the Tara of the Paraduma, which will facilitate that we can go into the Mesa Migdash, which is where we have the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch. Unlike Parshish Zohar and Parshish Golem and Parshish Chodesh, it's the Tefillah, it's a futuristic Shabbos, because that's what we're looking for. Because in our state of Tumah right now, everybody's Tumah, you can't really share with HaKadosh Baruch When you're Tumah, you're Chayim Misra. One is Chayim Misra, Rahman so I think that's really what's going on over here. So you know, a lot going on. I think it connects to the Ksuba. Kachbachu's the Chassid. Unbelievable. It's an unbelievable concept. Kachbachu's the Chassid. The Chassid has a Christ and a Kala. Achashverish could not believe that. Achashverish didn't want to believe that. Achashverish, he he couldn't he couldn't have a life in which he believed that because he had to wipe out Vashti, or at least wipe out her significance in his becoming the Melech, because he had to be the Melech on his own standing, not because of his wife's standing. That was a big problem, and that's what the introduction is, and that's the juxtaposition of the Parshas Kisisa, and that's our entire our entire issue. Baniyas Daiti. We should be zeichet to, you know, to that concept. And I don't know, I'm not sure. But about this, Yo says an unbelievable, unbelievable diak. Who is Mordechai? Ish Yehudi Hoya B'shushan Abiro. Shmuel Mordechai Ben Yor Ben Shavu Kishes Shemin. Doesn't say anything he did. Doesn't say he was on the Sanhedrin. Doesn't say anything. Hashem Haglam Yishalayim and Magolish Haglam. So who came at the Golos? Fine. And the first description of Mordechai is Vahi Omein Es Hadas. What does that mean? Omein es Adasa. Adopted. He adopted her. He brought her up. Who's Adasa? His niece. Whatever. Who, what's her name? Her other name? Esther. Who? Esther. 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 Esther lost her father at the moment of conception. Esther lost her mother at the moment of birth. Mordechai was living in Eretz Israel. As Ramatashul says, he went to Eretz Israel to be Mizdamik, but the Shkina, the little bit of Shkina, whatever, all the things. And he heard that his daughter of his uncle, her first, his first cousin, right, Esther Bas Dodo. She has no mother and father. He left her to Shirol to bring her up. It does say then, Mordechai took her Lavas, which means to say he adopted her as a daughter. But remember, that's because Achashverosh is looking over the, over the shoulders. It says, Lavas says, Rashi brings down Chazal, Lavas means Isha. Marriage. He went down there for marriage. And then their marriage was challenged. Their marriage was challenged. That's the other story. We should be Zaycha, Rabbi Say. All of us should be Zaycha to Atzlocha Rabba. We should all be Zaycha. We should all be Zaycha to understand and appreciate our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We should all be Zaycha. We should all be Zaycha that this relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu through Parshas Parah, as, as it says, as the Mishnah Bruce says, Memheira v'yameinu, we should come back be speedily at times, we should be Zaycha through the Tara of being able to go back with B'yasa Mashiach and Binyam B'yasa Mignesh, Memheira v'yameinu, thank you all for coming, Shemilni, without Zohar Unbelievable, you're all unbelievable.